do you need to, I would say this should have been actually action way before mm. you finish your course. I spoke to a gorgeous woman at um, Natex 2021 and she is from a marketing back background and she had her marketing worked out from first year. Yeah. So yeah. she knew from first year what she was going to be doing by the time she finished. Yeah. Now that's preparation. You sh this a marketing plan should be worked out well in advance. That's number yeah. one. Same to do with your finances. Yeah. And same to do with your insurances. Yeah. Um, so all of these things should be in place so you can flick a switch and it is so. Absolutely. Um, you should not have to be worrying once you've finished about when you're going to have your holiday and come back and start business. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. And I am so lucky to have Andrew Whitfield Cook back again. Now, you may remember that we had him in um, at the beginning of the year, December, January time, and now here we are. Oh, that's six weeks later, and we've got him again. I'm really, really pleased that you could come back, Andrew. And because on our last one, we were talking about that window of time between qualification and when they're allowed to work when the when you're allowed to work there is a gap you know you have your exams you find out your results but you have to wait for your transcript of training and then yes you have to get your insurance in place and your abn and things like that and hopefully you've been looking at those in advance anyway number one we both agreed when we were talking before is you have to have a holiday you've got to have a holiday people do not miss the holiday before you start work do not dive straight in take the holiday but then we wanted to talk about the companies and making sure that we've got all of our sort of, not all the systems, that's going to take a long time, but all of these people that we need in our world, in our world. Yeah. So, Andrew, thank you for coming back today. And let's talk about that world that we need to create as practitioners. Thanks so much for having me back, Geraldine. Hi, everyone. Um, so this... I fully adhere, I fully acknowledge that you need a holiday after finishing. But in during that time, you can, you can use that wisely to set yourself up in a, in a much better way for when you actually do open the doors um, to, as you say, have all the systems in place. And it starts actually from way back in, in your training. You shouldn't leave it till the last minute to actually start having relationships with companies. Your initial relationship with any and all companies, get as many as you can, should be from first or second year where you join newsletters and, you know, you, you get their marketing material sent to you and things like that. Now, that depends on the company. Some companies are rather stringent 
to me, that's really strange. But some companies won't allow you to receive their information until you're in clinic. That's stupid for the, from the company's point of view, in my opinion. I would, from a company's perspective, I would be getting a relationship with, with the students as early as possible. So there's number one. Start off just getting to know that company and what they're about and what they have for you when the time comes that you open up a clinic or go into practice. And I do make that distinction that going into practice doesn't always mean opening a clinic. Many naturopaths go into work in retail situations like health food stores and pharmacies and things like that. I'm not going to make that judgment. That's up to you. Um, um, So... Start off getting to know the companies. As soon as you can start a student account, this should be in uh, when you're in clinic. And that allows you at that stage to utilise that company's products for personal use only. Obviously, you can't prescribe outside of the clinic hours. Um, but then what happens is you gain a level of experience with which products you actually prefer. And it can be so, I'm pretty physically based, right? I'm not energetically based. That's not my bag. But there will be some times where you will pick up a product. I can't, I don't know how to answer this, okay? But it will just look and feel right. Yeah. You, now, look at it you just go, oh, wow. Look now, what they've done. Oh, wow. Look what yeah. they've done. You know, is it really the formula that you're taking subconscious cues from? Is it something more emotive like the labelling? You know, I can't answer that. But you, you, you start to gain an experience. So start doing that. That's number one, I think. Yeah. The other thing is get to know the reps as soon as you can yeah. um, because they are going to be your biggest ally in getting the best discount for you yeah. when the time comes. You need to be their friend way before you open your account for real, way before you go into practice. Um, uh, Try and get the company's uh, product manuals, all of that sort of thing. Open their website, get to know them. If you can, attend as many seminars as you can. Uh, uh, You know, obviously that's going to depend on your level of competency. If you're, you know, doing... uh, um, history of philosophy, history and philosophy of natural medicine, then it's probably a little bit early to be attending something that's diving deep into interleukins and cytokines and <laughs> inflammasomes. Absolutely. Maybe leave that yeah. for a little while. Yeah. But, you know, it, it might be worthwhile to attend one of these, you know, symposiums, congresses, mm-hmm. conferences. They all have different names for yeah. what they are. Maybe think about ones that have a, more of a breadth yeah. Um, of practitioners, of experts that they've invited. Um, some groups espouse that we should be supporting Australian practitioners over overseas practitioners. I don't necessarily espouse that because a lot of these practitioners that actually are saying that learnt from people overseas. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily espouse that, but I would definitely learn from Australian practitioners because it gives you an Australian landscape Mm. to learn from what we can and can't use, for instance. Yeah. What else? Um, Ask them what sort of specials they have for starting out. Yeah. You know, some companies, for instance, have 
an opening deal for a, a, a newer practitioner. So they have a, cl- a new clinic thing. Um, learn about what deals they have. Often companies want you to take, you know, four plus one or, you know, 100 plus 30 or something like that. 100 plus 30 is probably way out of the realms when you start out. But (laughs) but, um, just know that a straight discount, a flat discount is always better unless you know you're going to move the last of that four plus one because you don't get the profit until you move that plus one. Um, so is there anything else that you want to add to that, Geraldine? Um, well, I was thinking, cause I, you guys all know each other. You're all in college together. You're all in clinic together. You know, who's qualifying and who's going out to work. So that means that if, you know, you need to stay in a group, you need to create a Facebook group for your college, you know, for the students who are qualifying with you because they're local to you. So it's great having, you know, being in a big Endeavor group or being in a big, you know, um, Southern Schools group and being in the big Facebook groups that I run. That's fantastic. But you need to have a messenger chat or something because you're all local to each other. You all trained locally. So that means that if one of you says, I really want the herbal extract um, student pack and someone else goes, well, I really want the MediHerb one. And then there's other people going, well, I can't afford them at all. That's like, well, that is fantastic because you can buy your own bottle of echinacea because I'm going to keep my bottle of echinacea. But um, let's all share that bottle of ginger. Let's all share. And so then you're buying small, you know, you're buying 200 mil bottles and then you're everybody's getting it and you're sharing the whole lot. So instead of it costing you hundreds of dollars, you've shared that cost and among a number of people. And the only time I ever buy the five plus three or five plus one is when I know that I've got five other people or three other people and that number shares across those people so that means we all get the discount that's exactly like saying you're going to get the five percent discount if I've got three plus two or whatever it is I've got five products maybe I'll buy one more we all get to each we all get a discount across Mm. we know we're going to move those two products yeah so you know, um, the NHAA chapter in Adelaide has a Facebook group. So people, um, you know, periodically put on there, I'm buying um, alcohol because of course the alcohol comes in these huge barrels. So, you know, you, you can't get through a huge barrel in a lifetime. So I've bought a huge barrel in the past. We were, and um, oh, by the way, you buy that from Tarek of Tananda. Um, I'll put that in the show notes. But the once you've got and you have to have a TGA number for that so you have to be qualified to get the alcohol but you buy it in a huge barrel so I've done that before and I've put it on there and I've said I'm buying a barrel who wants some and then everybody's in there yes can I have x number of liters can I have x number of liters and then we share it around and obviously you're only sharing it around to people who have a TGA number and who are qualified because you have to have a TGA number to have it but so sharing sharing is massive you know, you take your holiday, you come back off your holiday, and then you're meeting the um, the reps. Get the group together. If you're the leader of that group, like I was, so I would, um, so the reps would contact me and say, Geraldine, because I wasn't necessarily a big spender right back at the beginning. And they'd be like, Geraldine, um, you know, about time I saw you. And I'd be like, oh, okay, then I'll get together this person, this person, this person, this person. There'll be five of us. We'll meet you in that cafe. And that was the only way I could guarantee that she would actually buy those coffees for all of us because <laughs> yeah. they don't, 
They won't spend money on somebody who isn't spending money. They will only spend money on somebody who's spending money with them. So the big spenders, the ones who've got all of their products on the shelves, they're going to seminars for free. They're getting lunches. They're getting um, additional education because the company knows they're dedicated to them and they're going to buy more of their product. So I use distributors the majority of the time unless I have to buy, like unless I'm going in a share Mm. with something Mm. or I go through a lot of something. I go through a lot of a couple of products from um, Biomedica. So I, and I know I'm going to get 5% off by buying directly with them. So I'm going to just buy from them when I decide to do a bulk shop of those products. Okay. So, um, but I think we need to talk about the distributors reps because they, and like the company reps are great. They are fantastic. I'm not saying anything against them, but the distributor reps have the advantage of knowing all of the brands. So they don't know the big company brands that are by themselves. So like your Metagenics, which is by itself, the Bioceuticals by itself, they don't know those brands. They know all the brands through the distributor, so they can help you with those. But the reps, so they're across the board. They'll go, mm. oh, what about that yeah. one? Oh, well, we've run out of that one because they can't get stock, especially at the moment. They can't get you know, certain base ingredients. Well, you can't have that one, but this one's a really good alternative from this company. Or within that company, there's also this one, but we actually prefer that one over there from that company. So that's really good. But all of the reps, what they will help you with when you ask, because they see um, practitioners all the time. So they're walking into clinics all the time. Yeah, but there's something very important you said earlier on, and that was to get the rep from the company and get your group together. Now, that's a win-win in my book because the rep can then visit six people yep. and I'm just going to do a little trick here. The rep can then put down that they actually saw six people. Mm. Yes. So it's worth that rep's time yeah. because that's six calls that a rep had to make during that day done like that in one, yeah. in one meeting. Yeah. That's very good time management on their side. I'm <laughs> just saying for the reps out there. Um, <laughs> But, but, but the win-win is that they actually get to know, A, that group, yep. who they exist. So they get really good intel. So yep. it's worth their while. They mm-hmm. get to know what your clinic focus is. They get to know what your, what mm-hmm. your, uh, your goals are financially for growth. Mm-hmm. They get to know what your, um, now what's the word here, uh, you know, what your spendability is, yep. you know, how much you can afford. Um, so there's a lot of information of intel that that rep can get for their job to help them. Conversely, for you guys, you can then get to know that rep that company, what they're able to give, how they're able to support your clinic, your needs, your particular niche, if that be. So there's a real win-win here. Yeah. Um, there was a point that I, I was going to make, and that was just so that you know, if any rep tells you a five plus one is 20% discount, tell them to take a hike and go and do maths. <laughs> it's five divided by six, which is 16.6% discount. So start to learn your maths properly. Yeah well ahead of time on what does a discount actually mean and just as I said as I said previously just know that you don't get to see that discount until you've sold that bonus stock and that's why a flat discount particularly when you're starting out is so much better Um, can I ask Geraldine when you're when you're with a buying group and let's say somebody's buying 
you know, let's say ginger, for instance, you yep. want to split a bottle of ginger. Yep. And so in that costing out yep. of ginger, you don't just have to include the cost of the original bottle of ginger, but you've got to include, let's say there's a group of five, one yep. person will keep the original bottle. That means four people have got to buy bottles. Yep. To yep. house that. So the costing should actually include the cost yep. of those other bottles as yep. well. And then you divide it up into yep. the group. Yeah. And it's not just bottles, it's bottles and caps. Don't forget. But yeah, caps. but caps are for free, caps, right? No, caps don't come with them. What? Yeah, yeah. So you have to buy your bottles and your caps separately. They used to come with them, but it depends yeah. on your the company you're purchasing from because I've received bottles in the past without caps and then I've had to find them and they said, oh, you didn't put them on the purchase. What? So now you've got to buy the caps. So you're sitting there with bottles you can't use because you haven't got the caps. Drives you insane. Okay. So okay, just listen. be careful when you do. So the way, um, yeah, so the way I do it with my mates is people will rock up with their bottles and I will fill their bottles so I'm not having to bill them for the bottle. But if it's coming from my stock, I will bill them for the bottle or we will do a bottle swap and that it's already ready, prepared, it's done, it's labeled for them. Because remember when you're giving it to somebody else, you need to have, you need to say which company it's from, the use by date, the strength, all of the things, the Latin name, the oh. batch number, all of those things have to be on it. And then you're able to bill your colleague mm -hmm. because um, with the wholesale and you're able to sell that even though, because it's not mixed, remember? So you're able to sell that as long as you have all of that information on the bottle where it came from. And what I also do is I take a copy of the original invoice, I write because it's got my name on it. So you can't put that through your tax because it's got my name on it. The bill that I give you with the GST and everything else on it is your bill you put through. But by giving them a copy of it, it they know the purchase date and the company and who it's from because it says it all on there. So they have as part of the paper trail for the person who's purchased an already pre-purchased product off me. So, you know, we just need the paper trail going on. So, and they don't have to give that to anyone, but it's good to have that document to say it was delivered on this date by this company, et cetera. So we share out the products. So if we've got six people sitting there and that rep is talking to us, then that rep is, we're all trying something. It does mean as well that you get paper copies of things. Now we don't want a ton of paper. You know, we've got to think of the forests and all the rest of it and the environment and oxygen levels and da -da -da, carbon dioxide. But when you see, um, so when you see your rep from one of the big distributors, they will often bring you paper copies for, of, of, the sheets like bioconcepts have the diet diaries on paper. So then you've got, not only do you download it from the internet for your internet clients, for the older person or the young person, the person who wants it on paper, there you've got the printed beauteous piece mm. from the rep. And you can, I've got those. And that means I haven't had to print out, which is definitely more environmentally unfriendly if I'm printing it out on my printer than if it's done commercially. And I can hand over this beautiful diet diary from bioconcepts because all of the companies we haven't quite gone to this yet but all of these companies have this beautiful paperwork that you can use yeah don't reinvent the wheel guys right. if there is one beautiful diet diary <laughs> mood diary bioconcepts go and download theirs and they're you know they're stunning um bioceuticals has got incredible infographics metagenics have incredible infographics because these things are going to help you with your client, with the education of your client. Yeah. Wow. So you want something that with an infographic, 
it's mm. preferable to have something that is not product orientated oh, God. because yes. your choice for that patient might not be their product. So yeah. that's just something, I guess, a lesson for companies out there, you know, who want to try and own the space. It's not the way to go, but anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, try and be educational. You know, yeah. um, you might have a little sponsored by down the bottom. Yeah. That's fine. That's what drug companies do. Try yeah. and be like that. Um, there was something I was going to add, and that is, oh, that's right. Na um, natural medicine tools yeah. have really good, oh, yes, um, yes. yeah, really good um, link in the show notes. Support. Support mm -hmm. stationary, if you like, um, infographics. You know, um, ovulation. Uh, ovulation temperature charts, things like that, yeah. where you can go and download and personalise them for yourself, yeah. Uh, yeah. which is a really good asset, I think. Yeah, a really mm. good asset. So, I mean, there's simple things like, um, you know, paint chart colours for, you know, for your wee, for, for blood. So you just pop to the paint shop and you just take the um, free colours so that they can turn around and say, yes, that's what my period looks like. Yes, that's what my wee looks like. The, um, that's cool. One, somebody I know, she actually has, you know, the uh, on the desk, the picture, you know, normally you'd see, you know, the, the doctor's wife or children or the dog in there. No, no, she's got the Bristol stool chart sitting in it, you know, in, in, a, in a frame on her desk. And so it means that, you know, it's not, she doesn't have to go through a no. piece of paper. She just picks up the frame, hands it to them. It's no, it's not my, my pet dog or my husband or my child. It's a poo chat. <laughs> you know, what are you, where are you on the Bristol? And um, rather than, you know, rather than having to find pieces of paper, the um, I use, I have a picture that I have of a forest and you can download any old picture on the forest of a big tree, a smaller tree, and then the plants and then the lower plants. And I use that to talk to people about the products I'm giving them. So if I'm giving them a, you know, a probiotic, a probiotic is like sea salt. You put it on the garden and you're putting that on the garden. Some of it will wash away. Some of it will stay. Some of it will do other things with the environment. A prebiotic, that's like putting organic matter into the soil. It's sitting there, it's nourishing, it's feeding, it's creating a beautiful garden. And people understand, oh, they can visualize the, the analogies, garden. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, and you can relate that to the cilia and the lung, anything, anything that's moving in the body, you can relate a garden to, sunshine to. And there's simple things like that. So sometimes you don't need the infographic of you know, because you can use people's imagination and their own inner core of understanding and, and you know, where they, oh, yeah, the garden. Even if they're not a gardener, they'll understand about, you know, um, putting on fertiliser. They'll yeah. understand that. You, you, you know what? You, you say something really important and it ties into what you said earlier about having a, a group, um, mm. you know, like a buying group or something like yeah. that. And the important thing to do with that is interconnectiveness mm. or interconnectedness. Uh, but what you can also do there is you can throw around some ideas, like, for instance, these analogies. And you might say, okay, how about we spend two hours going through 10 analogies, mm. um, you know, one for pain, one for periods, one for, um, you know, uh, um, prescriptions, yeah. one for gut health, da-da-da. And so you might say, okay, well, I've got this analogy. Oh, here's one, um, uh, probiotic strains. Yeah. 
Yep. So, for instance, me being a guy and a little, I'm, I'm not very knowledgeable, but a little bit of a rev head, a wannabe rev head, <laughs> you know, with cars. So I would think about strains and probiotics with cars. Yeah. How yeah. many people know that? Whereas the, the better one is probably dogs. Yeah. You know, using dogs as an analogy for um, for looking at the the species, yeah. uh, sorry, the genus, the species, and the strain. Yeah. Um, so, if you throw these around in a group, you might go, "Oh, I was talking about cars," but no, none of my patients know about. Yeah. They understand about Peter Brock's car, you know. Yeah. But they know about <laughs> dogs, so you can yeah. get a better feedback on the analogies that make sense. So yeah. you can use that. I mean, it's basically a mentorship, isn't it? A mini yeah. mentorship where you can actually help each other yeah. and then write those down and learn them for when you yeah. want to yeah. talk about these various analogies, have yeah. your analogy already pre-programmed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, um, there was something else you said and I was going to hone in on it and it was, oh, it's, forgive me, it was to do with the practicalities of... Mm. Um, when you're when you're in your clinic, so I'm going to assume that you're going to have a clinic here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But when you have a clinic, is your clinic open? Is it welcoming? What yeah. what things do your patients see that speak volumes about you? Is the floor yeah. clean? Is there plants? Is there a nice music? Is there too much perfume? Mm-hmm. Um, some people like to have an aromatherapy burner, but what if you've got asthmatic patients? Yeah. So. How do your patients view you from what they first see when you walk in the door? Are the windows smudged? Is there too much, too many posters on them? Mm. Or is it just one nice clean expanse? Um, conversely, does it look sterile yeah. and, and unwelcoming in, in that respect? How do you position your chair behind your desk? Is the patient sitting across from you so there's a barrier of the desk or is the patient sitting at the end of your desk so you're actually sort of diagonal to them and so it's a much more welcoming open Mm. interview process if you like Um, so all of this psychology that you've got to think of how is how is the physical attributes of your clinic of your space Mm. going to affect your interaction with your patient the psychology of that interaction Um, and the last thing I was thinking of is to get set up with your various associations. So mm-hmm. I remember giving a talk for Rachel Arthur's tutorial class many years ago. I don't know how good it was. They probably shook their heads. But <laughs> right down to the minute of who, which association are you going to join? Yeah. You know, is it going to be the big ones? You know, we all like NHAA, ATMS, things like yeah. that, ANTA. Um, yeah. But what about the peak bodies for registration, like Arona? Are you going to join Arona as well as these other ones? Um, And I went through a few of them and I said, look, it's kind of like searching for a private health fund. You know, don't negate. There are these, I remember there was one up in, um, in Queensland. I don't know if they're still operating, but it was called, it had the unfortunate acronym of I can't. It was the International Christian Association of Natural Therapists. Right. Probably not the best acronym. I can't. I can't. Um, But I'm looking at one right here, the Order of Bards, Ovates and Druids in Australia. It's not for me to say which one you want to join. 
<laughs> um, so figure out which association want to join you want to join and think about what that association has for educational offerings mm-hmm. because these are non-commercial events yeah um, given by people in practice to people in practice yeah so do have a serious thought about what those offerings are yeah um, that that is probably a very key point to bring you above mm. the commercial offerings and I'm not saying the not saying the commercial offerings aren't of value they have very valuable lessons but they are always always to do with a product yeah always, always. so just always. know that yeah not saying it's bad I'm just saying it is yeah um, it is what it is they're going to do that and it is what it is and with the associations you're free you know you get free membership as a student so if yep. you join as a student it's like if you join the companies as a student it's very quick and easy for them to just literally flick the switch and you're qualified so and with the associations you don't have to do cpd in your first year so you know it's free to join them and you've actually got time because most i think the, the big ones anyway, NHAA and ATMS and I think CMA, um, your first year, you're free. So you can actually decide while you're in them, in that free year, is this, does this association um, work for me ethically? Does this association support me in what I'm doing? Is there enough education there? If I ring them, uh, you know, is there someone there to answer the phone? Um, is it that they're going to be able to support me in my practice and then you can make your decision do they align with my ideals and my thoughts is this where I want to be and um, so I mean I sort of talk about those three mostly because I think they cover you know they cover the nutrition side they cover the people who want to be registered and then the the only group that don't want to be registered and um, and it means that there's you know there's a nice choice for them they all provide education and good education those three and it's independent. Like mm. the NHAA, big symposiums, big con- international conference is amazing. You know, um, ATMS, lots of smaller things, really helpful. Tends to be more Sydney-based, their um, in-person things, but that might be more to do with, you know, COVID than anything else right now. But, you know, what is it that you want to be in? Who? And I'm clear, okay, I'm NHS, NHAA, and I'm ATMS. So those are the two that I belong to. So I'll just be clear about that. I've got my foot in both camps. Um, but they are your supporters as well. And if you've done these things before we get to this very end, if you've joined the associations, you've, you know, you've joined up with the companies and, you know, in clinic is the time to do it if you haven't done it already then when it comes to this time between qualification, you get your certificate and you're literally ready to go to tell everybody and all of the companies, here I am, this is me, and I'm about to start work. A couple of other things of a practical nature and, and um, that are going through my head, and one is, of course, business and marketing things. So, mm. you know, do you need to, I would say this should have been actually action way before Mm. you finish your course i spoke to a gorgeous woman at um natex 2021 and she is from a marketing background and she had her marketing worked out from first year yeah so she knew from first year what she was going to be doing by the time she finished yeah now that's preparation you this 
a marketing plan should be worked out well in advance. That's number yeah. one. Same to do with your finances. Yeah. And same to do with your insurances. Yeah. Um, so all of these things should be in place so you can flick a switch and it is so. Absolutely. Um, you should not have to be worrying once you've finished about when you're going to have your holiday and come back and start business. And yeah. that will leave you that space of having a break to yeah. just be, to just revel in finishing a course, which has been quite taxing. You've learned quite a lot. You're now entering quite a scary phase mm. for a lot of people, let's face it. Yeah. But you are the most prepared that you will ever be. And you're certainly not going to be running around being stressed during that period, what that should be actually a period of celebration. Yeah. I think that's that's Absolutely. something that we all need to learn. Absolutely. And um, I think we'll leave it there today. Thank you so much. It's a beautiful note to end it on is to make sure that you're relaxed and ready to go. And then, of course, there is the Graduate Mastery Program. There's all sorts of things that you can be doing after. So, Shell, take the rest. One, one, one more, more point. I yep. know. I'm sorry, Geraldine. It was one more really important point, and that is figure out, because naturopaths don't get a, a probate year or a, uh, an internship, yeah. So think, think about if you require a mentorship, yeah. if that's going to be your real thing to see you from coming from going from a novice yeah. to an expert in yeah. your practice. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Totally agree. No, I totally agree. It's why the Graduate Mastery Program was invented because there isn't that year. Yeah. So, um, but thank you so much. For coming back again, Andrew, it's absolutely brilliant having you as always. And um, we need to plan this again for later in the year because it's so much fun catching up with you. Love to so, join you again. Thank you very much. My pleasure. My absolute pleasure, Geraldine. Good luck, everyone, in your business. Thrive and don't, don't just survive. You, you deserve to be, be abundant. Let go of those shackles of that poor mentality. There is so much wealth out there. For those people that do it right, just get prepared and you'll be on your way. Absolutely. Totally agree. Thank you, Andrew. And thank you all for listening. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.